Blog Talk Radio. Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener, and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. And hello to all of you who will be listening via iTunes, Digital Radio, TuneIn, Park Coalition Radio, Overcast.fm, as well as Google Play, and of course, those who are part of my blog talk radio community as well as those who will be joining me in the chat room. I hope you are having a great start to your week. And today's sponsor is Audible.com, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. And you can get a free audiobook of your choice by going to www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. Well, it is August 1st, and all over the country and around the world, Kids are going back to school, and I'm excited to have, once again, a fellow organizer, Rowena List, of Getting It Together to share with you on how you can get organized for the upcoming school year. And, of course, I'll be following in the next half hour with some tips from my Taylor's Tip Time and, of course, my app suggestion, my product suggestion, as well as my repurposed suggestion for the week. But before I bring Rowena on, um, I went on Statistica.com, and they said the back-to-school shopping season is the second largest seasonal shopping period of the year in terms of consumer spending. The shopping season was expected to produce $75 billion U.S. dollars spent. That was in 2005. And retailers can thank the growing boys and girls for these sales figures because in 2015, the planned back-to-school expenditure per person in the U.S. was $630. And the study showed that classic back-to-school items, clothes, shoes, jackets, not to mention school supplies, were in such demand the previous year, which is why I wanted Rowena to come on and to share with you how you can just organize not only the stuff and the supplies and the clothes, but also the time as well. So for those of you who um, are have, hearing her for the first time, Rowena List is a professional organizer based in Vancouver, British Columbia, and the owner of Getting It Together. Rowena believes that externals such as images and environment have a significant and often more immediate impact on confidence, success, happiness, health, and quality of life. As a professional organizer and an image consultant, Rowena applies this outside-in approach to achieve quick and tangible successes. So I'm going to bring Rowena on. Good evening, Rowena. Good evening, Janet. How are you doing? 
I am wonderful. How are you this evening? Great. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me on your show. And thanks so much for joining us again. And before we get into the questions on back to school, Rowena, what made you become a professional organizer? Well, I saw a need and I filled it. And for those that have have heard before, you know, I come from a direct selling background. And in order to be more productive and more successful in the direct selling profession, I felt that you needed to have systems in place and be organized. And I saw that was missing in a lot of my team members in their home and in their uh, home office. And so I went about uh, helping them with that because for me, organizing does come naturally. And so I went about helping them, and then I saw them become more successful and more productive and have better time management. So then I've just been studying that. Uh, I'm a life learner of, you know, creating better habits, productivity, getting things done, and how to be more organized. Mm. So with the back-to-school season approaching some of us, and some people are actually already into the back-to-school season, can you share with listeners some things they should be doing now for those who are really getting ready for the back-to-school, get the kids ready for that back-to-school routine because it's like they've, they've been enjoying the summer with going to camps and vacations, and now they've got to get back into the structure of going back to school. Yes, and that's the big thing because, you know, kids do strive and thrive better on routine. And so, of course, in the summertime, bedtime routine is generally off and they get up later. So I would say that, you know, to start incorporating some of those routines of at least getting them getting up at the same time every day in the summertime now, what's left of the school holidays, getting up at the same time so that there is a little bit more routine with that. And then maybe next week getting them going to bed at regular bedtime, uh, school school night bedtime, uh, at least for three of the nights during the week so that you can gradually work them into getting to bed on, at their regular bedtime by the time summer vacation is over. And then, of course, you know, always having dinner around the same time works great for kids and their routine, but also for their metabolism and, you know, keeping their energy good and not having meltdowns and and keeping their mind alert as well. So, you know, structuring in a good routine for when it's dinner time. And, And in the summertime, yeah, you know, it's hot. We might have dinner a bit later, but that, as most parents know, can turn into a bit of a gong show. So it's really good to keep those routines for your kids. Mm, that's a good idea because you, you know, you know, I always thought about, oh yeah, you know, get them structured back into the to the bedtime. But that's a great tip on getting them also structured into when dinner time is as well. So that's a great routine tip as well. So what are some things parents can do to create a more organized home for kids and families during the school year with this, you know, the, the projects, the paperwork, the study areas? Um, yeah, exactly, is, you know, having zones, as I call it. So having an area where they do work on projects as opposed to having it all over the coffee table, the dining room table, and the kitchen island, and then maybe some in their room, which, you know, that makes kids' minds very disorganized and very cluttered. So to have one particular area, and, you know, if you're in a small space, 
you know, put the project on, say, you know, take a, take a cardboard box and flatten it, put the project on top of that box, and then can you slide it, you know, either underneath the bed while the, while the children are working on it, at, like after they've worked on it, but, you know, throughout the course of the week or two weeks, or can you slide it underneath the couch so that it's out of the way when you're, you know, doing other things in your home. So coming up with some creative ways of where you can put that project while they're working on it, because generally speaking, they might be working on it, you know, two or three nights or over the course of a month if they're working on it with another um, kid in the neighborhood or whatever they're doing. So having a zone where they do their homework and they work on projects, but also having a routine where it gets put away at the end of each day before they go to bed. The other thing, too, that I recommend for my clients is that they have a basket for each child, not a big basket, but a basket that is at the front door or the back door, wherever they come in. And in that basket, they put their backpack and their school projects of, you know, homework or papers that need to go back and forth to the teacher or, you know, their, their shoes, whatever it is that is for each child goes into this basket or with some hooks above the basket as well works works well. But then, you know, as a, as a mom, you can go and check that basket and see, you know, is there some sandwich items left behind? If they're too young to do this themselves, of course, moving forward when they're older, it's always great to get your children into the routine of unpacking their own backpack and, you know, putting away their lunchbox and washing out their thermos and the likes of that. When they're younger, you as a mom can go and check and see what's in their basket and what needs to go back to school the next day or what, um, you know, what they need to have signed and the likes of that. And then there's not this big panic first thing in the morning when everybody's trying to rush out the door and the kid's saying, hey, you didn't sign this or I didn't do this or, hey, I'm supposed to be taking cookies tomorrow or, you know, that sort of thing. Right, Janet? You, you, you know what can happen yes. in some homes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that, you know, that's a really good idea because you have a specific location for everything that is, is easily accessible to the kid but also convenient for mom and and everything is there, which is really great because, because like, you know, you and I know, it can get so chaotic when kids tell you first thing in the morning, well, I need some cupcakes. I'm supposed to bring a this or you need to sign that. So that's a really great way to kind of have a better morning routine, not only just for the kids but for everybody in the household. Mm-hmm, yes. Yeah. And let's throw dads in there too. We don't want to let them off the hook. So, you know, they can, they can also look in the basket. That might be one of their, um, you know, one of their things that they do is, is they also help out by taking a look at the basket and see what needs to be done. So we won't let them off the hook, will we, Janet? No, we, no, we won't. And it's still <laughs> a good idea because, as you know, sometimes that front end, whether it's the entryway from the garage to the house or the front of the house can be a little disorganized, so that's a great way to keep some order in that area um, and reduce the clutter. So what about time, Rowena? Um, Because you already touched on it in regards to the bedtimes, but I think sometimes with the study time and then, you know, I see my girlfriends and all of this, they've got to go to the soccer practice and then they've got the dance practice and then they've got to come home and do this, that, and the other. How do parents navigate that now? Because summertime has been a little bit more relaxed, 
but now they're getting back into their routine again, that back-to-school routine. Well, always best to have, you know, a calendar of some sort, whether you've got it on your, um, <clears throat> excuse me, on your device or whether you've got it um, in your office or where you've got it, but, and, and also to have it shared with the other parents um, within the household. So wh- whomever is, um, you know, also responsible for taking care of the children or getting them to activities, whether it's, you know, your nanny or your spouse or whoever it is. And I like to uh, color code for each child. So, you know, one child, all of their activities are in green and another child, all their activities are in blue and another one, all theirs are in orange. And so then you can see, you know, throughout the course of the week where each child um, has their activities. And, you know, to not, first of all, let's just backtrack a little bit, not getting your kids into so many activities that they are racing from one thing to the next to the next and that they're just exhausted, not, and you're exhausted too from getting them to things. So, you know, really I would coach my clients on having one activity per child per quarter or per, per season, however long that, maybe soccer season or baseball or wh- whatever it is. And then, you know, the thing is, is about having some meals already planned in advance and prepared at the beginning of the week so that when you get in from work, get the kids, get out to the soccer field or baseball field, and then you come back in, the dinner's right ready to go because nobody wants to start dinner at that time. Everybody's so hungry and now they're getting tired and you've got to get bath and homework and everything else going on that you want to have that right ready to go. So that, that would be very helpful as well. So doing some planning at the beginning of the week for the week and taking a look at everybody's schedule. I mean, that was, I mean, that, those were just nuggets. I hope everyone listening was writing that down because the one, a couple of things, one, of course, the planning and the meals, but also the limiting the children's activities because I'll never forget, Rowena, I did a workshop at our local library here for some of the high school students, and one young man was so exhausted that he was falling asleep, and I just told him to take a nap. I said, you know, I, I, I am giving good information, but right now I feel that you need to take a nap because he was in at least three different activities. He had to volunteer after school. He was, you know, he had a little part-time job on the weekend, and I just felt like he was just so overloaded in his schedule that, um, like you said, sometimes we just put so much on the children without really realizing it. We want them to stay busy. We want them to stay out of trouble. But sometimes we just kind of, I think, overdo it. So I'm glad you mm-hmm. didn't limit it to one, just a one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, so that was good. And, of course, the meals, too, because, like you said, we come home, we're tired, but everybody's got to eat, and we should eat healthy before we go to the next thing. So just planning those meals as well is um, key as well. Yes, and the other thing too, Janet, is having some um, prepared snacks, you know, so I always wash all my produce uh, when I bring it home, and people say, oh my gosh, it takes so much time. Well, no, it takes less time if you do it all at once than if every time you need some carrots and celery, you pull it out, then you've got to pull out, you know, the strainer and pull out all the, you know, the cutting board and all of that. So, you know, when I bring the carrots and celery and all of that stuff home, I clean it all and cut it all up and then, you know, it goes into little bags and it's ready to go 
at the drop of a hat. So, you know, somebody can go into the fridge and grab, you know, a, a bag of carrots and celery stick that's mixed together and maybe toss in a few cherry tomatoes and you're good to go. Uh, and your kids can have that while they're on their way to the soccer field as opposed to going through a, a drive through And, you know, bags, little bags of like almonds or walnuts, things like that, they're, they're good for kids. And, um, you know, your own protein bars. I make my own protein bars so that it limits the sugar. I, I make them actually without any sugar at all. I use uh, dates to make them sweet. And so then that way, that's really a good source of protein for them, uh, you know, and have that all ready to go. So, in, and, you know, people think, oh, but it takes so much time to do that. It doesn't really, when you're organized and you set aside, you know, half an hour to get your vegetables all ready for, for the week or for 10 days. That's nothing, is it, really, when you think about it? And, and you're so right because I do the same thing with my meals. I basically plan what my meat will be, my size, and then I usually have, like you said, your vegetables, so I usually just kind of cook those real quick. But everything, I do that, and it doesn't take me long to prep everything. So then when I come home, all I have to do is just heat it up real quick, and it makes it so much easier. And, you know, you eat healthier. So you're right, just a little mm-hmm. pre-planning. Um, goes a long way. Well, now somebody has a question. Um, they have a child in elementary school, junior high school, and high school. So that's like the three different age, really three different ranges. So they were just wondering, is there something that they can do them from not feeling so overwhelmed because they've got kids in like so many different age ranges that they feel every school year is just like so chaotic with all the different activities and et cetera? Again, I think it's sitting down with each child and saying, okay, what activities, let's do some pre-planning. You know, when do you have a basketball game? When do you have choir practice? And then, you know, doing some co-op with another parent. So, you know, okay, can you be on duty for my child for choir and I'll be on duty for your child with, you know, soccer practice or, you know, the likes of that. So really just, you know, asking for help. That's the key, Janet, is that people think, oh, you know, I've got to do it all myself. And, and they, they look at another woman and think that she's doing it all when in actual fact, she probably isn't. She's probably got some help maybe from, you know, a parent or a nanny or a friend or somebody or maybe she, her situation is different than yours and she's not working full-time outside the home. So, you know, I first of all want to say, you know, to discourage people from comparing themselves to other people and thinking, oh, yeah, it looks like she's superwoman or superman, when in actual fact they're, they're, they're not. So something has to give, and you have to figure out what it is that's going to give. Is it that, you know, you're not going to be watching TV together as a family or, you know, you're not going to be on social media or, um, you know, maybe as a short term you might not get to your own activities um, while your kids are in three different places and certainly probably there's some driving distance too. So that's one thing. And the other thing is to ask for help and to see who can help out uh, parental-wise to being with your kids and getting them to different places. And then the other thing too, Janet, is to get your kids to help out at home. You know, a lot of um, 
a lot of parents just say, oh, well, you know, they're busy with school and they're busy with homework and they're busy with their friends. Yeah, okay, but there's home responsibilities and they can still help out because many hands make light work. So they can still help out with, you know, going through the backpacks and seeing if there's anything that needs to come out or maybe getting the younger kids um, into the bathtub, um, you know, the, the likes of that sort of thing. Mm. You know, that's good. As you were talking, Lorena, I I thought about um, a friend. Her husband worked shift work, and, of course, she had a corporate executive job. So um, at night sometimes she was there alone with the children when they were small, and what she would do is she would have the older child read to the younger child. So both so the older child would build up his, his reading skills, but then, of course, the younger child, she just thought it was so cool that her big brother read to her. It was just adorable. But, I mean, I understand what you're saying. Sometimes you just have to get the kids helping out. You just can't do everything. Like she really wanted to um, help and, and improve his reading skills, but she found a way to do it that would just bond the two children together. So you're right. Sometimes yeah. you just have to think of different creative ways just to, to get things done. Yes, so. yes. And, and you know, um, you don't want to be doing, like, this whole multitasking because that really does um, – that, that never ends up well in the long run. But things like, uh, you know, if you get in late and, you know, the, the children still need to be bathed is get them into the bathtub. But, you know, can they have their dessert in the bathtub? So rather than sitting at the table. So you want them to sit at the table, yes, to have dinner and to, you know, to have some family time. But can they hop in the bathtub and then, you know, have their dessert in the bathtub? Or, you know, can you read to them while they're in the bath? Or um, when I was a kid, I used to do all my spelling bees when I was in the bath. My, you know, my mom would come in and help me with my spelling. And so we would have some visiting time, some bonding time, but I would work on my spelling. So it's kind of that, you know, being able to, um, you know, kill two birds at one stone. And that is true. That is true. Those are some mm-hmm. great tips, yeah, Cause especially especially with some of the desserts. The sticky desserts would be really good in the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> the sticky desserts would really So, Rowena, you have given the listeners some wonderful tips so they can, you know, start the school year off or before the school year off organized. How can listeners get in contact with you and um, take advantage of the resources that you have? Yes, they can uh, go to my website, which is gettingittogether.ca. And I'd like to invite your listeners to sign up for my free guide, which is Top 10 Tips to Getting Organized in All Areas, as well as an opportunity for a complimentary 15-minute phone discovery session. And so that's where we would discuss their own personal needs. Maybe there wasn't time for them to call in to, to get a question in, or now, you know, once they get into their routine, questions start popping into their mind. So they can have this discovery session where it'll be really personalized to them. Because, you know, you may have some listeners who have a child with special needs, or, um, you know, the parent one parent is out of town part of the time, or, you know, all many different scenarios. And so then they can contact me and I'll help them with their getting their child back to, you know, back to school routine. 
Wow. So you hear that, listeners? You can call us for a discovery session. You can get her tips that will help you organize every area of your life. So please connect with Rowena. And, of course, as always, I give a link on the show page directly to our guest website. Well, thank you, Rowena, for taking time out of your schedule to be with us and to get us all started on the right the right foot as we move into a new school season. Thank you. My pleasure for having me on the show, and uh, all the best to all of your uh, listeners and to yourself, and have a great rest of your summer. And you too, Rowena, and like I said, you'll be back. (laughs) Okay, thank you. I'll look for that. All right. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Hello, this is Lori Kennedy from Shred Patrol, and you are listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized with Janet Taylor. That was Lori Kennedy of Shred Patrol, and I know a lot of you out there, you're probably going through some things, maybe got some paperwork for the summer, so please contact Shred Patrol in order to shred your important and personal documents. Those were some fabulous tips that Rowena shared. I mean, I was writing some of them down, the basket for each child so they can put their backpack in and their paperwork that you need to review and sign. Um, Also, getting them back in the school routine now. Don't wait until the week of. You know, slowly get them back into the routine because I'm sure they've been sleeping late and they've been hanging out. So now is the time. And get them as well as yourself back into the routine in regards to dinner time as well. So, and I like, I mean, she just had so many tips. So please listen to this over and over again, but also reach out to Rowena uh, to get some more additional tips and call her for a discovery call as well. Well, our sponsor, Audible, is offering the listeners a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership. All you have to do is go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized and choose from over 180,000 audio programs. You download a title for free and start listening. It's that easy. You go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. That's audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. And my audiobook selection for this week is Routinize. Routinize. How to Organize routines, the work that elevates success in your business, family, and personal life. And basically, this is a book by Rick Carter sharing with you how routines can elevate success in your business, your family, and your personal life. So, again, um, that is my audiobook selection for this week, and it's about routines. So, be sure to um, check it out and go on audible.com. You can get a free audio book and, of course, a 30-day trial. And, um, of course, if you follow me via social media, you'll see a direct link later this week. So back to school tips. And Rowena shared a lot, and I just wanted to share a few more in my Taylor's Tip time. You want to organize the closet and drawers. You want to purge and donate what they can't fit, what they can't wear, or what somebody else in the family, you know, their younger siblings can't. So that's the first thing. The second thing is you want to organize your school supplies to keep track of what you have on hand. 
so that you will know going before you even go shopping if you still have some inventory left from last year. And also, as you move forward, you'll already know pencils, paper, um, crayons, any other supplies you'll already know, and you'll know you won't have to go out and buy something you already have on hand. You definitely want to organize your kitchen so that you'll have a specific area for your snacks and your lunch items, and you'll keep better inventory of that so you'll know what you have in stock for your crackers and snacks, et cetera. Um, and also the containers that you store them in so that when they come home, you'll know um, you'll have a specific area. But also if they come home and they, you know, they grab things, they change into their, um, whether they're, um, gear for, you know, they're in extracurricular activities, but at least they'll have their snacks. You also want to organize the items in the bathroom because, you know, you've got your shampoos, your personal care items, and just making sure, and also your first aid items because bumps and scrapes, and, and also your your um, items in regards to your aspirins and all of those things, or even if you use healthier natural items. All of those things. Make sure you stock up and make sure you organize and have everything in order. And last year, a weekly family meeting, weekly family meeting to discuss everybody's schedule and commitments. So every week, everybody sits down. I've got baseball practice. I've got to work late. I've got to, you know, I've got to volunteer this place. Making sure every week everybody knows where everyone is so you will know and it's also help you in planning for your meals as well. So, again, organize the closet and drawers, purging. Organize those school supplies. Get that kitchen in order so you can have a place for the snack and a lunch item. Organize the bathroom and the personal care items. And then you have a weekly meeting to discuss the schedules and commitments of everyone in the family. Well, I am excited because... I am bringing back the power keys, the power keys for an Organize You package. So successful. We're moving into the fall, and I know a lot of people want to get their homes and their lives in orders, not only because we're going into the last quarter of the year and you want to get yourself organized professionally in your business, but probably want to get your home in order because you're getting ready to entertain for the holidays. Yes, it's all around the corner. And also some of you just want to get rid of the clutter before the new year. So if you're not familiar with my Power Keys package, of course, you can always go to my website at JanetMTaylor.com for complete details. But it was created for all of you out there listening who are do-it-yourselfers by providing you with step-by-step strategies on how you can conquer your clutter and have an organized home you want. Or I will also help you organize your office and organize and better manage your time. So the Power Keys package comes in two parts. The first part is the e-course. And this is um, actually a step-by-step instruction on how you can take your home organizing project, how you can tackle it, and so whether you're organizing your closet full of clothes or a garage or a basement, it will give you the strategies to take on the project. The second part is you get two one-on-one sessions with me. So in our sessions, basically, you would, and, I, and I'm really loving the videos, so you would send me a video or photos, but I really like videos. Send me the video of the area with a narrative, 
you want to organize. Then we have our first session, and I share with you strategies on how to organize it. Then I give you some homework. We come back, and then you let me know what you accomplished, and then I'll tell you what to do next. So, again, you get the e-course, which gives you step-by-step instructions on how to tackle it, but on the one-on-one sessions, I will give you specific details on how to tackle your specific project. So whether you want to organize the area of your home or even your home office, or some people are calling me and saying, Janet, can you just help me, you know, figure out how to better manage my time? So you get all that, and all of that is a value of $250, but I am sharing it with you $59. Yes, $59. So again, that's my Power Keys package, two, two hours with me, two hours and an e-course for an investment of $59. So all you have to do is go to JanetMTaylor.com and read the details and sign up, and then we can get started so you can help you on your journey to getting organized. Well, I definitely want to thank you for your tweets, your emails, and, of course, your posts on Facebook. And I want to thank all of you who are following me via social media. Of course, thank all of you for joining me on this Blog Talk Radio community. Even though I don't know you personally, but I do know each and every time one of you joins me. So I thank you and I appreciate you. All of you who watched me on Saturday do my Periscope. On Saturday, I did a Periscope on how you can take products that you probably recycle or toss in the trash and how you can use them to organize. From your toilet tissue holder to the container where you get the wipes, the little disinfectant wipes, how you can use those to organize things. So be sure to either, if you follow me via social media, which whether it's Twitter, Google+, Facebook, or Instagram, and you can actually see the video. It's only a little over probably about less than six minutes. But I thank all of you for listening, for for tuning in. So, of course, I've got another one coming up next week. So be sure to follow me via Periscope if you just want to see it live. And, of course, today is Monday. So we all know what tomorrow is, and it is Tossed Tuesday. So I want you to donate the clothes that don't fit and toss out the stuff from the kids, the unusable school supplies, the broken crayons, the pencils, um, all of that stuff that they no longer need. So make sure you toss that stuff. Get rid of it. Make room. Get them a clean sweep. Get the kids involved. Give them a, even if they can't do anything but hold the trash can, at least they will see you in the activity, doing the action of getting rid of things. So that's my Toss It Tuesday tip for this week. My app suggestion for this week is Study Blue. And studying is a mainstream of an education. With Study Blue, you can create and share a plethora of mobile flashcards, study guides, and quizzes that choose from an extensive collection of, of students. This is available via iTunes as Google Play. It's Study Blue. Study Blue. This is an app so you can get a kid's flashcard, quizzes, study guides to keep their mind sharp. That's my app suggestion. My product suggestion is translucent stacking drawers. 
You can get them from the container store. And I thought they would be great to organize for the school supplies, craft supplies, depending if you want to put clothes, etc. But it's great because the drawers, they have a little color, a hint of color, but you can see through them. So it'll help the kids on their journey to becoming organized. So, again, that is translucent stacking drawers to help kids stay organized and have items accessible from the container store. And my repurpose suggestion for this week is, and this is a little DIY project for those of you out there, you can take old keys, attach them to a piece of wood, and actually use those to hang your keys on. You can go to my repurpose page, but it's really cute. It's basically taking the keys and bending them so they can become a hook, and they can actually become a hook for keys. Because I know that a lot of you out there are looking for your keys in the morning. You're looking for your keys. Your children are looking for the keys and their ID. So that would be a great way to keep everything organized so you can have a smooth morning routine because that's what it's all about in this coming new year, in the coming school year, excuse me. Coming school year is to have a smooth morning routine for both adults and children as well. So my app suggestion, my product suggestion, as well as my repurpose suggestion, you can always find by going to my Pinterest page and looking for my board, which has apps that will help you stay organized, products that will help you stay organized, and repurpose. Again, that's my Pinterest page, and you can get that by going to my website, JanetMTaylor.com, and go to the board app. To help you stay organized, products to help you stay organized, and of course, my repurpose section as well. Well, I had an awesome week because last week, because I actually had an opportunity to be interviewed by Fran McNeil of Significant TV. So, once that shows air, I will share it with all of you and I will probably post in the link from all my social media. But that was a really fun and exciting. Interview And, of course, some of those of you who do follow me via social media saw me. I wore my red dress because that makes me feel confident. And that's my favorite color. So um, that was my exciting moment for the week. And the fact that I did 12,000 steps yesterday. Yay. I didn't do that many today because I worked from home, but I did my 12,000 steps today. So my quote for the week, for the day is, it's a new month. New beginnings, new start, new mindset, new focus, new intention, new results. Again, new month, new beginnings, new start, new mindset, new focus, new intentions, new results. So if you've decided that you want to get organized, that you want to manage your time, you want to get out of the house on time, then do something this week that moves you closer to that goal. And maybe just putting your keys in a location where you can find them in it may be getting rid of the junk mail. It may be that when you come home at night, after you see all the shoes that you pulled out the closet because you couldn't decide what to wear, you put them back in. Or it may be sitting down and planning what your meals will be next week. So whatever it is, I want you, I challenge you to do one thing, one little thing. Even it may be just it may be just taking the newspapers and putting them in the recycling bin. And I want you to share it with me. I want you to go to my website, JanetMTaylor.com, or if you follow me via social media, 
then post a picture and tell me what you did because I want to help you because we're getting into the last few months of 2016. I mean, we all were here when we were saying Happy New Year. Well, now we're moving slowly into 2017. So, you know, think of something you can do, just one thing, just one little thing. What I did today, I decided I didn't want to use this piece of luggage anymore, took some pictures, posted it out there. Like, why am I holding on to this piece of luggage? So just one thing. Well, next week, I'm excited because we will be getting organized to stay connected with Dr. Angela Butchester, and she will be sharing with us just how we need to sometimes schedule time to put down the technology so we can communicate with each other. Um, so she'll be here next week. And then, of course, the following week, how to organize your creative space with another fellow organizer, Jennifer Lava. And then we will be talking about My Body Passport on how to organize your medical and your health information in one place. Have it organized. Sit down. Have a discussion. So those are my upcoming. And then, of course, I've got a wonderful woman who is a client of mine who's been managing million-dollar projects. That's coming in September. She's going to be sharing with us how to do it, how to manage multiple projects, multiple million-dollar projects. And another one will be coming and talking about balance. So I'm excited about some of the things that I've got coming up. But make sure you take advantage of the power keys if you are ready to take power back, your power over the clutter in your home, your life. So um, make sure you go to my website at JanetMTaylor.com. And go to the website also just to make sure you sign up so you can get um, my newsletter, et cetera. We're taking a little break in August, but we'll be coming back in September. So um, you'll get the newsletter. You'll get some other resources as well that helps you on your journey to getting organized. So, again, next week, getting organized to stay connected with Dr. Angela Butchester. And we've got a new month. It's a new beginning. It's a new start. It's a new mindset. It's a new focus, new intentions, and new results. So I thank you so much for listening. And be sure to share this podcast with your family, your friends, as well as your social media network. And make sure you always visit my website at Janet M. Taylor. So until next time, you have a clutter-free day. But most of all, you have an organized week. Organization is the quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized.